Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The wolf within me sees and honors the wolf within you. Aloha, fellow wolves, shifters, dreamers, multidimensional beings within this hyperdelic matrix of light. This is Brendan, a.k.a. Wolf Shield, a.k.a. Skull Babylon, and thank you so much once again for tuning in for another very special, very exciting, very inspirational full moon guided storm meditation. And of course, this one is titled Journey of the Wolf. So this is going to be a very, very special one for those of you who may be brand new to Paradigm Shift Central. Welcome and just make yourself comfortable. And we'll do some basic introductions and I'll get you guys situated for what to expect from this meditation. And uh, before we do that, we'll just do a quick introduction as to what the Paradigm Shift Central project is. We'll still give you guys a couple more minutes to be able to invite your friends to tune in. So this broadcast will be ending directly at 11.30 on my end, so that gives us a little bit of a time cap, so we'll be working within that, but uh, yeah, a lot of love, a lot of love into this one, and I'm very excited to be able to share guys. So, first thing first, Paradigm.com is a real-world interactive game to help shift consciousness, and part of the way how we do that is by creating conscious media, and by building a global team of shifters, and people who, shifters are people who are intentionally helping assist with the shift in consciousness, so if you're tuned in to this broadcast, whether you're new, or whether you've been around for a while, then you're most likely a shifter, whether you think of yourself one or not. So shifters, Jedis, light guardian, that's what this is all about. And so within this project, we are doing regular ongoing broadcasts that the community can get involved with, team building, hangouts, dream class, admin hangouts, and of course, the guided meditations, which you are listening to right now. And through the website, you can also find featured media content, such as quest journals and conscious articles. So you're invited to be able to create a profile on my website completely for free and sync up and add your contribution as an ongoing documentarian for the shift in consciousness. So we've been doing this for quite a few years. And the other big thing is that there's paradigm shift communities across the world. And we always encourage and invite people to go out there and create a paradigm shift community, do things like free hugs, hack the matrix with love and help accelerate the shift. So thank you guys again so much for, for tuning in. Um, I'll get right into the uh, basic idea of what to expect with this meditation. That way, so we can make the most of the time that we have. Uh, right before we do that, I just want to give a huge shout out to all the people who are signed up for the Patreon that helps make this broadcast and other broadcasts within the project possible. And of course, the Patreon you can find on the main website. Just scroll down to the bottom of any page and you'll see the link there. But the direct link is in the info for this broadcast as well. And it's at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. And through there you can sign up as a monthly micro supporter for three to five dollars a month when we all give a little we all give a lot and when you do that you also get your shifter booster kit which is an awesome package full of shift buttons and laminated free hug signs and other cool tools tools and toys to help assist you with your shift in consciousness where you are so if you're listening to this broadcast and by the end of it you're just like wow this was really something awesome this is something special i want to keep tuned in with this project i want to be involved 
involved, but I want to be part of the ongoing story, you're totally invited. And of course, if you want to sign up for the team Patreon, that's an additional thing. And it does help a lot with the ongoing evolution of the project. So thank you again to everyone signed up for the team Patreon. And uh, if we get any Patreon signups during the live broadcast, bonus points for everyone. So getting right into what this broadcast is, what this guided meditation is. So for those of you who may not be entirely familiar, guided meditations are basically can be thought of as like a first person movie, a first person story, a first person guided lucid dream in a sense. And we've done a lot of them throughout the past in Paradigm Shift Central. And of course, you can go back and check out the other ones as well. So what we'll do is that as we get into the meditation, I'm going to drop you guys into a place of stillness and calmness. And so some of the basic things that we want to keep in mind with this meditation is that I want you guys to be able to get into a place where you'll be able to be as still as possible. So the, the, the more still and the more comfortable we are, the more we're able to kind of get into that, that potent place within the realms of our imagination so that the sensations actually become very visceral. So again, it's kind of like tapping into this natural virtual reality technology that, that is inside of us through this ability to do shared meditation. So it's very, very, very cool in that sense. So this story is going to be literally a first-person story the perspective of the wolf and so this is kind of like a really cool thing because I, I as far as i know like maybe this has never been done before maybe this is the first time we've done this and i'm sure other people have done wolf like meditations but maybe this will be the first time that we do it quite like this um so for those of you who have maybe listened to past meditation this will be the last thing i mentioned and we'll get into it uh this meditation and other meditations are actually connected they're actually part of like a connected ongoing bigger story so even after this meditation i suggest going back and listening to some of the previous ones such as the uh the dream guardian activation one the witching ceremony um the winter contact meditations that we've done and they're all available through the main website as well you'll actually see is that there's links between these meditations and if anything you can for those who listen to the other ones you can actually think of this meditation as being almost like a prequel so it makes sense as we as we get into it all right guys so before we officially get right into the meditation just inviting you guys to get nice and comfortable so find a place where you can just allow yourself to find that place of stillness so again i recommend either sitting on a bed not necessarily lying down. If you lie down, it's very likely that you may fall asleep during this meditation, but that's okay if you're planning on doing that anyways. So if you are comfortable with it, I would recommend taking a pillow and just gently placing it on your laps. Another thing that you can do is you can also gently interlock your fingers, interlace your fingers, and you can gently connect your pinkies and your thumbs. And then one thing that you can actually do that's kind of cool is that you can actually feel the pulse through your pinky and your thumb during the meditation. But again, just finding a place that's going to be the most comfortable for you. So... With that said, thank you guys again so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Thank you for allowing me to share this experience with you doing this live. I assure you this is a very interesting experience for me, a little bit, a mix of nervousness, a mix of excitement. So thank you guys so much for being here and for holding space for, for us to be able to share this story together. So I am the wolf that is the wolf that is you sharing this story so that we can continue to see more of ourselves together. So with that said, we'll begin simply just by allowing the body to relax. And then from there, we'll begin guiding ourselves into the story, into the narrative of the meditation. 
So first thing I invite you guys to do, I just invite you to close your eyes. And then from there, I just want you to connect with that perhaps first mindful breath of the day. So deep, gentle inhale through the nose. Deep exhales through the nose or the mouth. Gentle inhales through the nose. Gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. Just allowing yourself to become aware of your breath. Your breath is going to be the constant throughout this meditation. And one thing, guys, as you continue to breathe, and I apologize, but this is something important to mention before we officially go into this meditation, is that there will be moments within this meditation that will evoke emotion. So just continuing to breathe as I talk here. And so just invite you that if there are moments in this meditation that you do feel yourself perhaps called to cry, then I invite you to bring that into your space. I invite you to open up to that. But at the same time, know that you can stop at any moment. For those who saw this meditation I mentioned earlier, deals with some mature themes without being able to spoil any of it. I just assure you that you will be able to make it through this, but just be aware that there are some aspects to this story that may be very heavy and may be very real for some people, as real as they are a part of this experience here living as a journey, as a soul. So I just want you guys to be aware of that. So again, if at any point you feel you need to step away, you have absolutely every right to. But I assure you, by the end of this meditation, as you continue to breathe, the intention is to further inspire the spirits and to deepen our roots and our connections as a tribe so that we can continue to step forward into our potential to help change this world. Beautiful. Awesome. All right, guys. So just continuing to breathe, connecting with your breath, feeling the inhale meet the exhale, the exhale meet the inhale. Just like the tides gently rolling up onto the beach. Seamless. Good. And so from here, we're gently going to allow our entire body to become more relaxed simply by bringing awareness to it. So first, just gently bringing awareness to your feet and your ankles and your calves and just allowing your feet and your ankles and your calves to gently relax. Good. Gently bringing your awareness up to your knees, up to your thighs and up to your groin. And just allowing your knees, your thighs, and your groin to gently relax. <clears throat> Good. And just bring an awareness next to your waist, to your torso, and to your chest as you continue to breathe, preparing yourself to enter into this deeper state of meditation. So just allowing your waist, your torso, and your chest to gently relax as you bring your attention to it. Good. And from there, just gently bring your awareness to your shoulders, to your arms, to your forearms, to your hands, and gently allowing your shoulders, your forearms, and your hands to relax. 
And then from there, just gently bringing your awareness up to your neck of your throat and your jaw. And just allow your neck, your throat, and your jaw to gently relax. And so bringing awareness to your tongue. Perhaps the tongue is on the top of your mouth. If you gently want to, you can bring it off the top of your mouth or you can keep it there, whatever works for you. Just allow your tongue to relax. And then from there, just gently bring awareness to your nose, to your eyes, to your eyebrows, to your forehead, to your ears, to your head. Just allowing your nose, your eyes, your eyebrows, your forehead, your head, and your ears to gently relax. Good. And then from here, just continuing to bring an awareness to the entire body as we allow ourselves to move into this place of stillness. And in doing so, allow ourselves to be able to focus more energy, more intention towards our imagination. So as we move through this meditation, focusing on your sensations, focusing on your environments, allowing the textures, the smells, the sounds, the sights, allowing them to be as real as they can, allowing this moment to be as real as you need it to be. Good. So from here, connecting with the breath as we slowly begin to bring ourselves into the beginning of this journey, into the beginning of a journey that began long ago into this journey of the wolf. And so, as you connect with your breath, gently breathing, gentle inhales, gentle exhales. The air around you is cool as you gently feel it on your skin. It's nighttime now. You feel yourself sitting on the ground. There is darkness around you. And so you slowly imagine within your imagination, gently opening up your eyes. And as you gently open up your eyes, you look forward and you see before you a shape. Yet as your eyes adjust, you're unable to tell at this moment exactly what it is. You look down at the ground and before you, you see your paws as you take this moment to acknowledge and realize that you are in fact in the form, in the body of a wolf. And so take a moment here to feel your paws, to feel them gently pushing on the texture of the ground, gently feeling the dirt underneath the soles of your paws. You can gently feel the winds, the cool air 
what little wind there is as it gently touches your fur and in this moment you're so aware that you can feel your fur moving a sensation you're not entirely familiar with yet seems so familiar at the same time and so as you connect with your breath here allow yourself to feel what it feels like to be in this form of a wolf simply sitting here in this moment straightening up your posture and straightening up your posture within your imagination as well and so looking forward you realize that right now you are inside of a cave you are inside of your den you look forward again and you see the silhouette the shape in front of you your eyes slowly adjust the light behind it casts a shadow back towards you the shape slowly takes form as you see and you realize that before you is another wolf that before you is another wolf sitting just outside of the den and so slowly imagining yourself beginning to move your body as a wolf you feel called to walk towards this other wolf who is sitting there and so you stand up on all fours and you slowly walk one step at a time towards this other wolf and as you do you sit next them you sit down next to them and you look at this wolf and then you look out and you realize that you are in an elevated position somewhere high upon a mountain below you is a landscape of trees and rolling hills with more mountains off in the distance you look up and you see the moon above you right now it is very full its light illuminates the landscape taking this moment to just look around you bring awareness to all your sensations to what the ground still feels like underneath your paws to what the air and the wind feels like blowing on your fur to what the sight looks like and even the sounds the silence as it is in this moment and then as you continue to sit there you hear a voice inside of your head a calm gentle and calming voice ah I'm glad to see you're awake the moon calls to you as it does to all of us you look to your right as you see the wolf sitting next to you and you recognize them in this moment as you synchronize into a story that has begun before just this meditation that this wolf next to you is in fact your mother 
that this wolf is a wolf who has cared for you since you were just a young pup and who you have an incredibly strong, incredibly powerful relationship with. And so communicating directly as a voice within your head, as a voice within your thoughts, your mother continues to talk to you in this moment as you both look out over the landscape before you, taking in the beauty of this moment, the calmness of this moment. And so your mother says, my wolf, my child, look, look at all that is around you and tell me what do you see? What do you see with your eyes? And so you respond to your mother in your own thoughts, in your own ways. And you think to yourself, I see trees, I see mountains, I see landscapes, I see the moon. Good, she says. And then she asks, what do you see with your heart? And so, in this moment, you reflect even deeper and you think to yourself, as you try to provide the best answer that you can yet still a little bit puzzled by the question in the first place. Your mother looks over to you and she says, you must understand, the eyes alone do not see all there is, for it is only when we learn to see with the heart do we truly see what is before us. Look towards the moon, my child. The moon above us, it shines a light. And yet, do you know that this light is actually the light of the sun? And so, my child, you must understand that just as the moon reflects the light of the sun, so too do you, even in the midst of darkness. You must remember this. Remember that you are connected with everything that is here. Remember that as wolves, we play a very important role as equally as important as any other creature of this kingdom to bring about balance it is our job to bring balance when balance is lost. It is our job. It is our duty to keep the rivers running. For you see, my child, the rivers, the trees, the moon, the mountain, they are all us. They are all you. 
And as such, it is your duty to not only to protect, but to also to learn from them. You take a moment here to acknowledge the words that your mother shares with you. As you continue to look out towards the landscape and seeing the moon up above you. Your mother, in this moment, she looks at you. And then she looks back into the den. In the den, you look behind you as well. And you see that there is another wolf there. She says to you, she says, your brother, he still sleeps. But I know that the bond that you two share will last you beyond just this lifetime alone. I care about you and your brother more than you can even imagine. It is my journey to help lead you towards yours. It is my path to help you find yours. There's something very important that I need to tell you. Your mother continues to look out onto the landscape. At this moment, you feel a hesitation, yet still a confidence in her voice. And she says to you, she says, you and your brother, you and Azra, should the time ever come when I am no longer here, then you must do something very important. You listen to your mother's words. And yet you feel a sense of resistance to what she is saying. What do you mean if the time comes when you're not here? Just listen, my child, she says. Should the time ever come when I am no longer here to guide you, then you and your brother, you and Azra, must do something. You must travel beyond the mountains upon which the sun rises. Beyond those mountains, you will find the trails of your father. Beyond those mountains, you will find your own destiny. Listen closely. I mean in every word I say, you must promise me this. You must promise me that you and your brother will go beyond the mountains upon which the sun rises should anything ever happen to me. You take a moment here to take in the potency and the immediacy of what her words and the weight that they carry. I promise, mother. Good, she says. You and your brother are old enough now. You, you can exist on your own. You can live on your own. I have taught you everything I have needed to teach you. You are strong wolves. And I know someday you will grow to be strong leaders as well. Because the leader is already inside of you. At this moment, looking back at your brother with fondness, you see him sleeping. 
and you see his feet kicking as he's busy chasing a rabbit within his dream. <laughs> you look to your mother in the silence as you, as you continue to peer out over the landscape with the moon above you. You ask your mother, and you say, Mother, remind me again. Why did Father have to leave us? Why did Father have to travel beyond the mountains? My child, your mother says, there are answers to that which will make sense to you in time. But just know that everything that your Father has done is because he loves you, is because he loves us. And when you find him yourself, you will understand. Content with this answer, yet still basking in the mystery of it, you think back on the few and fond memories that you have of your father. You remember his warmth, you remember his eyes. You remember the love that both him and your mother have shared with you. It's been quite some time since you've seen him. As the travel, as the path beyond the mountains is long. You take this moment here. As you look up at the moon. And you look towards your mother. The calmness in her eyes, the strength within her eyes, opens your heart and gives you the courage to know that whatever may happen, you will make it through. That you already have everything that you need inside of you. Your mother tells you one more thing. She says to you, she says, us wolves, we also carry a very important story. For know, my child, that there are other worlds out there. There are worlds of other beasts. There are the worlds of monsters. The world of men. The world of men. You think you have heard stories of these men that your mother speaks of. Still confused and in some ways scared of the tone in which she explains them with. Remember, my child, that our role as wolves is to help the men remember. For you see, they have grown foolish in their age. They have forgotten their connection to the world around them. They have allowed greed and anger to fuel their actions. And they see beings such as us as something which they can claim. And yet, even still in the midst of the hate that they may project, our job is to allow them to see the love that we carry to gently walk alongside them, to bring them back, to bring them back to their own remembrance of their connection to the world around them and to themselves. 
This story is one that began long ago and is one that will continue long after. Do you understand this, my child? Yes, I do, mother. I understand. Good. You take another moment here. As you know, the time between talking to your mother will soon come to an end as you prepare to move back to go to sleep before sunrise. But before you do, you look up at the moon one more time with your mother and your mother says to you, look softly at the moon. Gaze softly at it. When you gaze at the moon, you allow to see not what just is in front of you, but what is inside of you. And so take these next few moments to just imagine yourself gazing up at the moon with your mother. And as you do, you absorb the energy of it. You download the inspiration of it. You feel the calmness of it, the cooling sensation of it running through your breath. Deep inhales. Gentle exhales. You feel any sensations tingling, perhaps on your third eye. Any sensations of your heart opening. The moon, beautiful, up in the sky, vibrant. And so... You look at your mother again as your mother looks up at the moon. And then she gently leads you in one of your favorite things to do, howling with your mother, with your family. And so your mother leads you into a howl in this moment, and I invite you to gently howl as much as you choose within your own imagination or out loud, whatever you're comfortable with. So still looking up in the moon, inviting you into this moment with a deep inhale, allowing yourself to howl and projecting forward the love with your sound. Inhales. Continuing to breathe a couple more with your mother there next to you. Gentle, deep inhales. Exhale, howl again. Good, good. Your mother thanks you again for everything that you are, for everything that you are becoming. My child, you are stronger than you may ever know, and I will always be incredibly proud of you. Now come, let us get some sleep. Tomorrow we will go down to the water and begin a new day. And so with that said, you gently walk back into the den. You lay back down next to your brother, Azra, as your mother lays down there with you. Your eyes become heavy, and you slowly allow yourself to drift into sleep. You slowly allow yourself to find the rest in which you seek. And then, as the time passes, you feel the warmth of the sun rising as it gently strikes your fur. 
half asleep, you begin to feel a slight pulling on one of your ears, a nudging on one of your ears. Hmm, what is that? You think to yourself as you slowly begin to open your eyes and then you hear the voice, the oh-so-familiar loving and supporting and yet sometimes annoying voice of your brother. Come on, come on, wake up, wake up, it's time to go. Come on, there's a new day getting started. We have to get going. The sun's up, the water's fresh. If we're lucky, we can get down there and we can have some berries before it's too late. And so, as you open your eyes, you see your brother, Azra, happily allowing the energy to run through him as you allow yourself to stand up. And then from there, you exit out of the cave. And as you do, you see your mother and you see Azra standing there next towards next to you. And then you gently begin to walk your way down towards the water, a place that you've gone to many times before to be able to, to be able to drink, to be able to connect and to be able to get any of the nutrition that you need from some of the berries that are growing there. And so in this moment within the meditation, allowing yourself to feel the difference from night to day as you feel the temperature of the warmth, as you feel the ground underneath your feet, as you imagine yourself walking down the slopes of the hill that you are on, of the mountain that you are on, you look down beside you and you see the stream you see it glistening with the reflection of the sun shining back towards you. You continue to walk and eventually you make your way down to the stream, allowing yourself to connect with your deep inhales, imagining any sounds that you may hear, the sounds of birds, the sounds of other animals. And so as you walk alongside the stream, you take a moment here to gently look into the stream and as you do, you see looking back at you the reflection of who you are, the reflection of the wolf. And so you look into the eyes, you look into your eyes, and just taking a moment here to connect as the ripples of the waters gently begins to move. Breathe. Good. And so from here, imagining yourself gently having some water from the stream as you drink in this moment. You allow it to feel the water moving down the back of your throat, its coolness reaching into your belly, its deliciousness, its regenerative qualities, sustaining you, giving you life. And as you walk along, you hear your brother yelling at you, saying, Come over here. There's some good berries over here. And so you walk over to where Azra is and you find some berries on a low hanging bush and you allow yourself reaching forward, accustoming, customizing, allowing yourself to become accustomed to what it's like having a snout, to what it's like being a wolf as you gently pull some of the berries off the tree branch, off of the bush branch and you feel the flavor of them inside your mouth gently bursting the liquid from them, spilling over your dewlaps. And again, allowing yourself to taste what do those berries taste like, allowing the sensations to be as real as they can in this moment. Good, good. 
And so in this moment, you and your brother are eating berries as your mother stands further down by the creek, drinking at her own pace, keeping a distance, and just allowing you and your brother to have some time. Your brother talks to you in this moment. And as both of you look towards your mother, just allowing you and your brother to connect, allowing yourself to have a moment, allowing yourself to remember the love that you share for one another, the bonds that you've created over this lifetime. Azra says to you, says, you know, mother is so much, so full of wisdom. There's so much that she has taught us and there's so much that I am grateful for. Did you know that she told me that the trees are actually, the trees around us are actually inside of us as well? I'm not exactly sure what she meant by that, but it sounded right when she said it. Yeah, I know what you mean, she said. Her wisdom is one far beyond what you might expect and I'm just grateful that she has been able to share it with us and so as you and your brother continue to eat the berries you look towards your mother as you see her looking back at you and you allow this moment to just be as pristine as possible as you see your mother standing by the edge of the water, looking deep into your eyes. And in this moment, you feel the heart of your mother connecting with yours. You feel the remembrance of the love that she has shared for you in this lifetime. Perhaps even remembering it, connecting beyond just this lifetime alone. And then, as you continue to connect, as you continue to breathe in this moment, connecting with the eyes of your mother, you begin to see deep into them. And yet, as you do, you begin to notice a slight shift in your mother's perception. You see a slight change in her eyes, one that you're not entirely familiar with. And then your mother's gaze slowly becomes stern, slowly becomes piercing. And as in that moment, a sense of uneasiness comes over you, a sense of fear begins to flow through you as you feel your heart slowly beginning to increase in its pace. Your mother looking at you deep into this moment. In this moment, time begins to literally slow down for you. And just then and there, you see as you look deep into your mother's eyes, her voice fills your mind and fills your heart. And she says to you one word, Run. And in this moment, suddenly, your focus is cut off by the loud sound of a crash that sounds like thunder. And in this moment, you look 
as your mother standing before you at a distance. Her eyes become wider. And then, just like that, she slowly begins to fall forward, collapsing to the ground. An uneasiness fills your heart. Fear and panic fills your heart. And behind your mother, you see off in the distance a silhouette of a figure, of a bipedal figure standing there between where you are and your mother in between. Your mother lying on the ground. In this moment, with time still slowing down, you look deep into her eyes as she says to you again, Run, my child. Run. Go beyond the mountains. Go. Run. I will always be with you. And in this moment, your brother, both of you in shock as your mother collapsed on the ground, her eyes close before you. Time still going slow, the silhouette at the figure of the distance. And then you realize what clued in. You clue in to what has happened. You realize what has happened. Man. Man did this. But how? But why? No. Mother, no. And in this moment, your brother, as he grabs you by your tuff, and he pulls on you, and he says, Quick, we have to go. There's no time. You know what we have to do. We have to get out of here. And then just like that, the, sc- the loud crack of thunder opens up again. And then the tree next to you explodes as pieces of its bark go flying and hitting you in the face, startling you out of your shock. Just like that, you and your brother, as things blur into motion, begin running in the opposite direction. Your mother's voice, still in your heart, still in your mind, run, run, my child, run. And you and your brother, with your brother Azor in front of you, running literally for your lives in this moment as you begin to feel any tears and emotions filling your heart, unable to fully comprehend just what it is that is happening in this moment, just what it is that is truly unfolding before you. No, no, as a million thoughts begin to run through your head, this can't be, this can't be. You continue to run. You continue to rush your way through the forest as you feel the ground underneath your feet moving faster and faster and faster. You hear the crack of thunder again as you feel the shock through your body. You continue to run. You continue to feel the fear. Your brother and you running for what seems like minutes, for what seems like hours. And then finally... You feel yourself come to a place where you can finally stop. You and your brother both come to the edge. You look off into the distance and you see the mountains, both of you, as you are beginning to head towards them. Your brother looks at you with a sense of shock in his eyes, a sense of fear in his eyes, as both of you feel it in your heart. Both of you, in some ways, even shaking, literally feeling this moment in your heart. Your brother and you both begin to cry in this moment as both of you realize what has happened. Your mother, she's gone. Man has taken her. Is she dead? She's died. You allow any emotion to come over you, you and your brother, allowing 
yourself to express whatever it is you need to in this moment as you allow yourself to howl as loud as you can to express any frustration and anger in this moment to express any rage to express any love that you feel so with a deep inhale allowing yourself to feel this moment allowing yourself to put all of it into your howl deep inhale exhale You think back on everything your mother said to you, on all the wisdom, on all the love that she has shared with you. You howl again. You are crying on the inside as emotions fill your heart, as they fill your being. You and your brother continue to howl one more time, as loud as you need to. Deep inhale. Exhale. brother and you both taking this moment standing right next to each other nuzzling each other hugging each other in a sense both of you crying on the inside time slowly passes minutes begin to become hours and soon you and your brother look at each other as you continue walking on this path both agreeing on what needs to be done. And you say to your brother, you say, Azra, I'm not sure if mother told you, but she told me that we must go beyond the mountains. We must do this for her, for us. Yes, I know, Azra says. She told me once too, as if in some way she knew, as if in some way she was preparing us for this. Could she have known? Could she have known that this day was coming? It's hard to understand. It's hard to believe in this moment. You take another deep breath here as much as you need to. And so, you and your brother, safe where you are, with sadness in your heart, still with the thoughts of your mother in your mind, Allowing yourself to move forward beyond, towards the mountains. Knowing that it is there that you must continue to travel. That it is there that you will find your father. And so, you and Azra continue to walk on this path. The mountains at a distance. Hours slowly become days. As you continue to trek this path together along the way, taking any breaks you need, finding any rivers to drink from, any berries along the way to eat from. Over time, you begin to notice that the vision of your mother's face slowly begins to fade from your memory as much as you try to maintain it. Yet inside of you, her words still ring true. Inside of you, her wisdom still remains strong. 
reminding you of your courage, reminding you of your bigger mission to bring about balance, to continue to carry the light even in the midst of darkness, reflecting it from the inside. And so you and your brother continue to walk with the seasons at the time of fall, winter, beginning to approach. The temperature is getting cooler. You notice the leaves of the trees slowly beginning to fall. You continue to walk, and as you do, the mountains slowly get small, slowly get bigger as you slowly get closer to them. And one night, you and your brother find a safe place to rest. And as you do, you allow yourself to sink deep into this slumber, to sink deep into this dream. And as your consciousness slowly begins to move, into that of the dream, you begin to notice, you begin to realize that you are floating, that you are literally floating above the landscape, above the trees. And so take in this moment to feel what this feels like within your meditation, within this meditation, within your dream, within this meditation. Feeling yourself slowly floating over top of the mountains. Feeling yourself guided. And as you slowly float over the trees, you look in front of you as you see an owl flying before you, the owl moving forward towards the mountains as well. You slowly begin to follow the owl, and as you do, off in the distance, beyond some of the smaller mountains, but before the largest mountains, you see a light. You see a light off in the distance and you look towards it as the owl flies towards this light and soon disappears and yet as you move closer towards this light you feel the familiarity of your mother's comfort you feel her guidance you feel her helping guide you even in this moment moving forward to where you must go next. You breathe. The dream slowly comes to an end. You remember as you gently wake up, this light, what was it? You were unable to tell what it was. It was on the ground. Yet you know that it is guiding you. You know it is some place that you must go towards. 
And so you tell your brother, Azra, in the morning, you tell him, I had a dream last night. I was floating above the landscape. An owl guided me, and there was a light. Mother's comfort was with us. I think she wants us to go there. There's something there for us to find. Azra agrees. And so, as the day dawns, you and your brother continue to walk the path, continue to move further towards the mountains. It's been days since your mother has passed. It has been days since the moon was last full. And as you continue to walk, the days continue to pass and soon enough the moon eventually slowly begins to become full again perhaps in another day or so it will be full you and your brother have been walking for one full moon cycle you are almost at the mountains you and your brother continue to walk Before the larger mountains, beyond the point in which the sun rises, you begin walking through smaller mountains. And as you are walking through smaller mountains, you continue to keep yourself on guard, knowing that you are not the only one who is here in this wilderness, and that even as wolves, you are not always safe. You do not feel the threat of man to be anything near to where you are. Yet it's always good to be cautious. And so, as you and Azra continue to walk, your brother's confidence, allowing you to tap into your own courage, noticing him never doubting, always moving forward, You're following his lead. And then, as you continue to walk along this path, you slowly begin traveling up the side of a mountain. Halfway up this smaller mountain, you see before you, on your left-hand side, a den. You look to your brother as he looks back at you. A sense of uneasiness comes over both of you. You allow yourself to smell the air in this moment. Sniff. Sniffing. In this moment, you can sense it. Bears. There are bears nearby. We must be cautious. Bears are the only, one of the only animals that we wolves must be careful about especially now. As winter approaches, bears will be hungry. The bears will be looking to eat. And so, you and your brother slowly begin and carefully begin to move towards the den, knowing that you must walk past it, yet uncertain of what may be inside of it. And so you slowly begin 
very silently, as silently as possible, begin to walk past the den. As you do, you can smell that there is bear nearby, that there are bear inside of that den. You and your brother continue to walk forward, the den slowly moving past it. And then soon enough, you find that you have walked past it and no bear has come out. You look back at him. You, your, your brother looks back at you. You look at him. Both of you are still hesitant to let your guard down. As you continue to walk forward on the mountain path, just around the corner of the bends of the mountain, you hear footsteps. Your brother's hackles go up. He senses it, and so do you. Before you, walking around the corner, a large bear appears, moving forward on all fours. It looks up at you slowly, with a deep gaze in its eyes. In this moment, your brother immediately begins to growl. In this moment, there is no room to bargain with the bear. There is no room to converse with the bear. The bear is looking for its food. And with the winter coming, you are its next best meal. And so, in this moment, you walk closer towards the bear next to your brother, the bear looking at you as the bear gently yet strongly and slowly rises on two feet and then just like that lets out a bellowing roar as the bear begins to dash towards you and yet in this moment suddenly your nerves kick in and you feel yourself suddenly become struck with fear, unable to move in any direction. Time slows down in this moment. You see the bear snarling its teeth as it comes towards you. And yet, just in that moment, your brother, Azra, jumps and pounces on the side of the bear, biting it on the side of its shoulder. The bear screams as Azra holds on, clawing deeply into the bear. It throws Azra up against the side of the cliff, The bear comes at you. You dodge it, snarling at it. The bear swipes at you. You continue to dodge it. You swipe back at the bear, yet at the same time, keeping your distance, knowing that if you get too close, it could take you out with one hit easily in this moment. The adrenaline rushing through your blood, the adrenaline rushing through your body. Azra again, trying to attack the bear in this moment, trying to protect you. You trying to meet Azra's determination to fight the bear head on. And yet both of you know that this is not a fight that you can win. Azra communicating to you. He says, we must run. We must run. We cannot fight this. We have to keep going. And so Azra, biting onto the, biting onto the bear again, gets tossed from the bear's shoulder once more. As you see Azra rolling on the ground and you stand before the bear and Azra, as Azra slowly gains his composure and gets back up, clearly injured. You look off in the distance behind you in this moment, and you see a slight gap, a slight cliff edge, 
something that you can jump, yet perhaps not something that a bear would be willing to. Azra, you say to him, quickly, we must run. If we do it quickly, we will be able to make that distance. We will jump the gap and we will be safe. The bear will not follow us there. Azra agrees in this moment, as both of you, without taking another chance to second-guess yourself, run towards this edge of the cliff, getting ready to jump from one mountain to the next. The bear chasing you, running right behind you, steep on your heels. Azra is the first to jump over this distance, and then you allowing yourself to feel in this moment the sensation as your adrenaline kicks in allowing yourself to feel as your last paw presses into the ground the exact moment you need to as you push your muscles into the dirt and you feel the explosion through your body and in this moment slowing down as you look down and you see the distance down the hillside down the cliffside one that would be fatal if you were to fall And then just like that, you land on the other side of the cliff and you allow yourself to regain your composure. You stumble a little bit. You look backwards and there you see the bear screaming at the edge of the cliff, making a loud roar, one that it continues to echo inside of your chest. Azra standing next to you, panting, both of you, trying to gain your composure, the adrenaline running through your body, the bear screaming back at you. And yet, just like that, the bear moving back down onto all fours, gently turns its back, seemingly no longer interested in the wolves that were just passing by. And as you stand there, perhaps a little puzzled, perhaps a little perplexed, you look and you see out of the den two small baby bears, two small cubs emerging from the den you see in this moment that this bear was not necessarily trying to kill you as much as it thought that you were trying to kill it as much as it thought that it needed to protect its cubs in this moment you allow the realness to be observed both of you the bear the wolf no longer enemies Both simply here to survive. Both simply here to live as family. In this moment, you're reminded of your mother. You're reminded as the bear gently walks back into the den, slowly looking over its shoulder with its piercing eyes. The cubs and the mother slowly walk back into the den. You look at Azra. You agree that you must continue to move forward. The sun is beginning to set. You must find somewhere safe to stay before nighttime comes and you will allow yourself to rest. Azra has been injured in the fight. He's going to need more rest now more than ever. And so, you and your brother continuing to travel along this path Going at a slower pace, Azra bruised from when he was thrown against the mountainside. Are you okay, Azra? You ask. I'll be fine. Are you okay? You look at him. Yes. We've traveled far. We're almost at the mountains. Do you really think that we'll find father beyond the mountains? Azra looks at you. 
I don't know. How long ago was it when he left? How long ago was it that he left his trail? So long ago that I can no longer pick it up. There's nothing for us to follow. How do we even know that we're going in the right direction? You look at Azra, thinking back to your dream, thinking back to the guidance of your mother, and thinking back to the guidance of your father as well, the teachings of both. We must keep following our heart. Our heart is what guides us. Both you and Azra continue walking along this path. The sun slowly begins to set as you observe into it, taking a moment here to gaze and appreciate its light. Gentle inhale as you gaze into the sun. Gentle exhales. You and Azra slowly walking forward on the path. Down from the mountains that you were once on, yet with the larger mountains still ahead of you, you enter into a valley. And as you do, off in the distance, you see, before Azra sees, a light. What is that light? You come, you look a little bit closer, your curiosity drawn by it reminding you of the dream that you had not too long before. You and your brother continue to walk towards this light. And as you do, you slowly begin to realize that the light is a flame, something that you have only seen once before from a memory long ago, one that you cannot even fully remember. This flame is that of a candle and this candle is inside of a window and this window is that of a house is that of a cabin and so you and your brother Azra continue walking towards this cabin you've never seen something like this before both of you are hesitant you smell and you on your smell you you catch the sense that this cabin indeed is that of men that this cabin belongs to that of men both you and your brother cautious as you approach this cabin yet near this cabin you find a small garden and inside this garden you find some of the most tempting and delicious-looking berries and vegetables that you have come across in the many days and nights that you have been walking this path. You look at your brother. You look around. Both of you agree that it would be good to replenish while you still can. You go ahead and you eat some of the fruits and vegetables within the garden, chewing on the berries. And just taking a moment here to relax. Just taking a moment here to be in your place of calmness. Tasting any of the berries. Allowing any of the vegetables to fill your stomach. Feeling the deliciousness of them. Good. Good. And then, just in that moment, 
something catches your senses before you even smell anything. Your brother senses it too. Both of you stop what you are doing. You walk to the edge of the garden with the cabin behind you. And off in the distance, you see something. And then, just like that, you feel your heart begin to race. You feel a sense of urgency come over you. A figure off in the distance. At first, you think, it's not a bear. Even though, at the distance, it could look like one. And if it's not a bear, then you know what it must be. Man. And you and your brother stand there at a distance. This figure looking back at you. Yet you are unable to see it clearly. And then the figure slowly begins to move towards you. Your brother is hackles up in this moment. Both of you unsure of what to do. And yet, suddenly, you hear a whisper in your heart. That of your mother's. Reminding you that you are here to help man, that you are here to help them open their own heart. Without being able to explain it, you put your hackles down. You sense in this moment that this figure before you is not a threat. Unlike the men earlier who took your mother from you, who controlled the sounds of thunder. Perhaps this man is something different. They're holding a staff. They're wearing a cloak. You take the lead as you slowly walk towards them. Your brother, suddenly on edge, says to you, what are you doing? You know that's a man. You know if we get close to him, he may do the same thing to us that he did to mother. Don't be foolish. We have to either run or we have to attack him. It's one or the other. And yet you feel something different. You feel a sense of calmness, a sense of curiosity. And so you slowly lead your brother as you walk towards them. And as you do, the figure begins to walk closer to you. They're close enough now that you can see them. Less than 15 meters apart. The figure, the man, gently goes down on one knee and gently pulls back their hood. And as they do, you see, you see their eyes and without fully being able to understand it, their eyes communicate to you a familiarity. As if you have seen them before. As if you have already met somewhere else. And so, this man, with their hood back, their eyes piercing, as piercing as the blue eyes of your brother Azra, 
You look back to Azra as Azra is suddenly now calm too. You allow yourself to slowly walk closer to this man as the man stays where they are and lets you come to them. The man reaches into his pouch and he pulls out a handful of berries. He lays them on the ground in front of them. You walk forward and you take a moment here to look them in the eyes. You're curious. You've never been this close to a man before. You can literally smell them, yet you're not afraid. This man is something different. You slowly walk forward and you take their offering and you eat some of the berries, some of the nuts that they have laid out for you. You invite your brother to do the same. As you are close enough, the man gently holds out his hand. You smell it. You sniff it. And you even lick it. The man, gently looking at you, scratches you underneath the chin. You flinch for a second, but then you allow yourself to relax, allowing this to be seen as a sign of respect. And so the man gently pats you on the head and gently stands up. He looks deep into your eyes and your brother's eyes. He doesn't say a single word. Yet, through your heart, you feel as if you both understand each other. And from there, the man stands up. He continues to pet you behind the ear. And in that moment, you feel a sensation, an electrical signal sent down throughout your spine as he scratches your ear and suddenly you find uncontrollably your back leg begins to kick. Oh, you've never felt something quite like that before. Is this a scratch that perhaps only a human can give? And so in this moment, you allow yourself to see this man as a friend, as an ally, the man stands up. He walks towards the house, the cabin made of wood. He invites you towards it, leading you with his hands. From there, you follow him, curious, no longer as cautious. And you open, he opens the doors as he walks inside. From there, you walk inside alongside with him. Inside, you feel the wood underneath your feet, the interior illuminated by candles. There's a warmthness to this place. There's another fire happening inside the fireplace. You've never been inside of a cabin before. You've never been inside of something like this before. It's entirely new to you. Yet you feel comfortable. You feel at ease. And so, in this moment, the man begins to busy himself at the side as he begins to prepare some food. And next to the fireplace, you allow yourself to find a place to get comfortable. And in this moment, as faint as it is, you sense something. 
You smell it with your nose. It's very subtle, but it's there. You look to Azra. Both of you have picked up on it. You acknowledge it as Azra, both of you, gently sitting next to the fireplace, comfortable in this place. You look each other in the eyes and you acknowledge what this scent is. This is the scent of our father. Our father was here. Our father was right where we are, sitting in this exact same spot. It must have been some time ago. His scent is barely noticeable, but it's his. He was here. And then the man walks over towards both you and your brother and puts out a plate before you full of fresh fruits and vegetables a meal that he is offering for you in this moment. You take this moment here as he sits cross-legged across from you. And before you eat, you look him in the eyes and you allow yourself to move into a place of stillness as you gently eye gaze with this man. You do not know who he is, yet you know that he must have been a friend of your father, that he is a friend of your father's. And perhaps there's some answers. Perhaps there's some guidance that he can give. So in this moment, imagine yourself meditating as you gaze across, looking at this man. And this man is neither young nor old, neither frail nor strong yet their calmness comes over their presence and is shared with you they softly blink their eyes as you gaze into theirs you look deep into them as they look deep into their yours as if they are trying to tell you something as if there is something that they wish to share with you You continue gazing for the next few moments. Take a deep breath here as you imagine yourself gazing into the eyes of this new friend of yours, remembering, have you met him before? Has there been another time in which you have crossed paths? Take a deep breath here, gentle inhale. Gentle exhale. You and the man continue to eye gaze, your brother eating the food next to you, yet even your brother taking some time to eye gaze as well. The man invites you to rest here for the night without having to use his words. It is clear that you are welcome guests. You eat the food, it's delicious, and it allows you to rest on a full stomach. You lay down next to the fire as you feel the fire gently warming your fur. You allow yourself to gently sink into sleep once again. Your eyelids become heavy. The world around you begins to blur as you slowly begin to fall asleep. And then, just like that, you find yourself alert and aware inside of a dream. You're walking through a path on a forest, a long and winding path. 
And as you do, you look up ahead of you and you see an owl sitting on a branch. The owl looks at you. You continue walking. You continue to move further down this path. The owl moves ahead of you and it sits on a high branch. Underneath this branch, you see the hooded figure. This is the man. This is the man you just met. He's really in your dream right now. The owl sitting on the branch, the man wearing his hood, gently pulls his hood back. You see his eyes again, very reminiscent of what has just unfolded. And in this, you see the man is holding something. He is holding a small cup. And inside this cup is a liquid. And this liquid is glowing with light, is pulsating with life. The man hands you the cup. And suddenly, in this moment, as you reach forward to grab it, you realize something of the utmost peculiarity, that in this moment, you no longer have paws, but you have hands, human hands, just like his. How is this possible? This can't be happening, you think to yourself, yet even still you are calm in this moment, as you gently grab this cup from him. Looking into his eyes, memories slowly begin to come back. A connection that you've had to a bigger story, to a bigger journey, a remembrance that you have with this man. You see them as a friend, an old friend, one who has been with you on this path for many times in many ways. You grab the cup in your hands, you gently bring it up to your lip. And as you do, you take a sip of this pure light liquid and it moves down your throat into your stomach. And as you do, you feel your body illuminating with a luminescent light. A warmthness comes over you. It begins to fill your vision. The world around you begins to expand. And then just like that, your vision begins to fill with whiteness. The only thing you can see are the piercing and calming eyes of the man before you. And then, slowly, the dream begins to fade, begins to blur in a soft cloud, in a soft warmthness. As you gently wake up once again, you feel the fire. You feel the familiarity of where you are. <clears throat> and so uncertain as to what the dream meant the peculiarness of it still a little in awe of what actually just happened the man and you spend the rest of the morning together he feeds you another meal his calmness in his eyes allows you to begin to understand more of what he is communicating you step outside the cabin you and your brother Azra he points towards the mountains and, he's, and with his pointing, he gives you the impression that he will guide you up there. The paths up the mountain are long, winding, and if one is, does not know the way, they could get lost. And so, in that moment, 
the man and you and your brother Azra begin walking this path with the man leading the way with his cloak up and his walking stick. Both of you continue to walk throughout most of the day. It's a long walk. And soon enough, you find yourself at the top of another mountain. You've reached it. You've reached one of the top of the mountains that you have traveled so far to get to. As you look off into the distance, you see beyond the mountains, vast plains, vast expanse, vast opportunity. And you think to yourself, somewhere out there, somewhere out there, Father is there, waiting for us. And so in this moment, Azra and you sitting there with the man, the sun slowly beginning to set. And Azra and you look towards the man, still full from the snacks he has been giving you throughout the day. The man reaches into his pouch and he pulls out a canister, a small container of liquid. And you see the man down on both knees as both you and your brother sit there looking out in the vast distance of the sun with the sun slowly setting, peering off. And the man begins to pour a liquid into, into cups. One into a cup and two into bowls. One for you and one for your brother and one for him. And so the man gently pours out this liquid. You think back to yourself, my goodness, this is just like the dream. And you remember in the dream, you choosing to accept this you choosing to accept this offering from the man. Perhaps the man even intentionally made his way into your dream to give you that vision so that you would know to choose this in this moment. It's hard to understand, but you trust yourself in this moment. And so you and your brother look deep into the man's eyes with a sense of trusting. The man puts his hand gently on your chest and he looks deep into you just asking for your trust in this moment and you do you do trust him and so you begin to drink this tea that the man has poured for you at first you find it incredibly bitter incredibly bitter tasting yet he continues to drink it and so do you and as you do Eventually, you feel, or as you continue to drink it, you feel the warmthness of it fill your throat, fill your body, as you slowly continue to drink more of this. And as the minutes begin to pass by, you begin to feel a warmth over your body. You begin to feel a sense of expansion, one that you have never quite known before, yet feels oh so familiar. And so in this moment, you and your brother, both looking out towards the sunset, as the sun slowly begins to set, you notice that the sun no longer looks just as it did, but you see new patterns emerging behind it. You see the patterns of the trees, the patterns of the water, the patterns of the air, the patterns of the fire emerging from the sun. In this moment, you begin 
to awaken into a psychedelic experience. The tea that the man has poured for you is a gift, is something very special that he has made to share with you and something that he shared with your father as well. Memories begin to start coming back. You feel yourself breathing deep into your breath. The awareness of your body continues to deepen as you begin to become aware of your entire essence, your entire being. You look towards your brother, both of you, breathing deep with your tongues hanging out, your pupils expansive. The sun slowly begins to set as you take another deep breath here of the sun, gentle inhales. You feel the air all around you. You look out into the landscape and you see it beginning to slowly sway and warble. Gentle breaths. In this moment, then, as you continue to look into the sun, you hear another voice. Welcome back, my friend. You're a little bit startled, yet easily and calmly, you turn to your right with your brother on your left, and you see this man sitting next to you, looking out onto the sunset as well, all three of you gazing. The man, without verbally saying anything, his voice is in your head. Welcome back, my friend. It's good to see you again. I'm glad that you've made it here. As bizarre as this moment is, you allow yourself to sink into this familiarity. Yes, I'm glad that you were waiting for us. Of course, of course you would be. The man looking at you as you look into his eyes and through his eyes, you begin to see his face shift beyond one form and into the next. And he says to you, he says, good, you remember. You remember now. You look at the man and you say to him, of course, of course I remember my old friend. How could I forget someone as exquisite and as amazing and as surprising as the wonderful Merlin? <laughs> he laughs as both of you look off into the distance suddenly in this moment you feel yourself expanding no longer in just the identity of a wolf yet in something more something even more you feel yourself expanding into your soul you feel yourself expanding into a deeper remembrance of who you truly are and so here, as you continue to breathe, Merlin, your friend who has been with you this entire time, he begins to talk to you. And he says, as the sun sets, the moon rises, and we are reminded of who we are. Your father, he is out there. He is waiting for you beyond this moment. And your journey is to continue to move forward and to continue to find him on your own path. And know that there are other wolves out there. That there are other members of the tribe out there. 
And you will find them because you are guided in this moment. You are eternally guided from one dream to the next. And it is our story of man and wolf that will continue to heal the bigger dream. Your mother, I miss her too. I knew her before you were even born. A wise being, your father as well, blessed to bring you into this incarnation. You and your brother, in these many parallel lifetimes, existing together throughout the dream, continuing to guide each other, continuing to awaken, continuing to expand. Merlin continues to talk to you as the sun completely sets and the moon rises. And in this moment, the psychedelicness of it takes over. As you look towards the moon and you see up above you, you close your eyes. Merlin gently guiding you. Breathe. Yes. You feel it. She is with you. She is always with you. In your mind's eye, you see the moon. And you slowly begin to see the face of your mother. The emerging silhouette of the shape of the wolf pulsating, vibrating, moving like white flame. The moon above her, the sun illuminating from her third eye. In this moment, you allow yourself to connect deep with this wisdom of all the illusions you have traveled through as a wolf, yet connecting to this deeper essence of what it truly means to be soul, of what it truly means to be spirit. And so, as you continue to meditate, looking out onto the landscape, the moon shining above you, your mother's voice comes into your heart. My child, my child, my wolf, I am always with you. You see this now. You remember this now. And know that my love is the love of all mothers is the love of the moon is the love of all there is you and your brother I am so proud of you continue traveling forward you too will find your father again someday beyond this dream continue to travel beyond the mountains he is waiting for you and there are others you must find Your tribe is waiting for you. You continue to breathe in this moment. Your mother's words giving you a sense of calmness. Continue to carry the light, my child. Continue to bring forth the light that you are so that you will unite the tribes. So that you will fulfill all that you are here to become You hear the call and let your courage shine bright for the courage of others. Like the way of the wolf, keep carrying your light. And so in these next few moments, just inviting you 
to breathe into this meditation, looking around as much as you choose, connecting with any other words that your mother has to share for you, has to speak to your heart. Breathe in this moment, gazing at the moon. I'm gently going to allow you to be in this moment by yourself for the next few bit, next few breaths. Just continue to breathe. Allow the psychedelic experience of this story to be as real as it can for you, knowing that your journey is long continuing beyond just this moment. So be here. Breathe and connect. Allowing this moment to be as long as it needs for you to be beyond this moment alone. Reminding yourself that your mother is always within your heart. The night continues deep. The moon full and glorious. And in this moment, you let out another howl. Your brother sitting next to you as you're reminded of the journeys that you have shared together. The other dreams in which you have both awakened through. With your mother in your heart, your father in your mind's eye, your brother beside you and your friends next to you. Howl in this moment so that all the wolves off in the valley will hear you and know you. So gently breathe deep and allow all of us to howl and allow all of us for our howling to be heard as love, peace, and healing. Gentle deep inhale. Again. And so, the night continues. The journey continues. 
And though this broadcast may be coming to an end literally within the next minute, we wrap this up with the knowing and the continuation through Merlin's reminder that the journey continues far beyond this moment alone, that the journey to find your father continues through your ongoing dreams, through your ongoing experience, to connect with the tribe, to continue to carry the light. And so as you breathe deeply, the night slowly ends, the sun rises in the next day, Merlin wishes you farewell as you continue to walk forward on the path, the mystery, and the journey still ahead. Breathe deeply, breathe gently, and keep carrying the light. This is the journey of the wolf. Continue to breathe. Continue to allow yourself to gently move and transition your awareness out of this meditation it's still allowing the story to continue in your heart to still allow the story to continue in your dreams so gently allow yourself to slowly bring your awareness back to your physical body and slowly begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes and when you're ready gently open your eyes return your awareness to the space around you. Welcome back. <clears throat> so there we go, guys. Thank you so much once again. Um, as always, uh had to kind of compress the ending there, but it still worked. It was still very meaningful and still very powerful. And so I thank you everyone for joining, for sharing, for being a part of that experience and for just holding space for all of us together as a community. So with that, I will continue to invite you guys to connect with paradigmshiftcentral.com. If you happen to be new or otherwise, we have ongoing interactive broadcasts. As always, you can add your support to the team Patreon to continue to allow us to create inspiring conscious media for the whole community you can do that at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. And of course, if you haven't yet, connect with me at youtube.com forward slash Skull Babylon and facebook.com forward slash Skull Babylon. You can create a profile for free on the main website. So please feel free to share this broadcast with your friends, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of it. I hope, I hope you didn't, <laughs> I know some of you cried. There's literally comments in the live chat. So thank you guys for being open and experiencing that. And yeah, really powerful stuff, guys. So the wolf within me sees and honors the wolf within you. And I'll just conclude it here with a, with a final poem. This is The Way of the Wolf. I was originally planning on fitting this into the original live broadcast, but good thing we got it in the recording anyway. So to finish up this broadcast, here's The Way of the Wolf, which I wrote a few years ago. So <clears throat> <clears throat> the way of the wolf knows no bounds. Deep within these eyes lies a truth so profound. It will shake the system with the sound of my howl as we wander and seek, as we trek and we prowl. Yet this truth is not ours. It is just something we hold because it is equally ours. It is infinitely old. So wander alongside each other. Take example from our lead. Yet be your own essence and do not cry when one bleeds because I am here out of service. To, be, to share strength among the crowd. I am here to find my own freedom, to be benevolent and proud. 
I am your friends. I am your father. I am your brother. I am your daughters. What I stand for is much bigger than what will happen here today because I fight for a future to which we will all find our way. Though alone at times, we are infinitely connected by our mission and our passion. Our love is always reflected. So if you hear the call, then let your courage shine bright like the way of the wolf. Keep carrying the light. Beautiful guys. Awesome. Thank you guys so much again. We're going to wrap up this broadcast and uh, I may tag on the bonus track of the Howl at the Moon. That was a community song that we made a while back, a few years ago. I think I'll tag that onto the official version of this for the recording. So stay tuned for that for a little bit extra. But again, guys, thank you so much for, for tuning into this broadcast. And um, actually, I'll just, where is it here? I'll add it into this one as well. Here it is. So, um, cool. All right. Thank you guys so much for, for listening to this broadcast. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this ongoing community. Thank you for helping be, be the shift that you are. So much love, much love. Remember Wolf, we only live forever. So here's a, how about the moon moon song that we made to, to go out on. So enjoy guys. Thank you so much. And as always keep it shifty and I'll see you in the future. Much love.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.